planted. Sorry. You're excited. Yeah, I don't get to talk about nerd stuff well, that's that much. Awesome. I don't. I'm glad to hear that. No, I'm really excited to talk about that too. And everybody else knows you're excited because I pulled a Greg and recorded before starting the show. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always Use your head. Oh, yes, that's right. Welcome into Chair Shot Radio. And once again, you're supposed to be hearing Greg DeMarco, but you're listening to Patrick O'Dowd. That's right. Taking over just like I did for the Babyface Heel podcast, along with Miranda Morales, also taking over Craig's Chair Shot Radio spot. Miranda, welcome back. It's a twofer for yes, us. A twofer. twofer. Well, not for one. We recorded on separate podcasts. But still, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, that means you're getting Miranda Morales, Patrick O'Dowd, double dose. That's right. Double dose. This is a Thursday, right? This is the Thursday one? Oh, the Thursday. Yeah. Like- yes. And, and this is, I always joke on, when I do it on Sunday, uh, the Sunday one, we record on Saturday and I say, welcome to Kayfabe Sunday. So hello, Kayfabe Thursday. We are here. It's totally not Wednesday. We're totally not recording a day early. And because, you know, we got kind of carte blanche with, with what we do on, you know, our little 15 to 20 minutes of chair shot radio time, we, we've talked about like this budding friendship that that has been growing. That's so excited. And you call it a budding friendship. Budding that means you friendship. You acknowledge that there it. might be you something. You acknowledge you want to be I've, my friend. Here's to here's out. the problem. I've already I've already realized that the next time I go out west, that I'm probably going to encounter Miranda Morales. I just yeah. can't like because every time I visit Greg, and also hey, did you know that Greg is a wrestling promoter? What? I know, what right? I I heard you work for him on occasion. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. At that, that yeah, promotion, yeah. And, and so I'm just assuming because every trip I've ever planned out to Arizona in the last last couple of times I've gone has circulated around a a wrestling event that Greg is putting on, whether it was his previous incarnation or or this current incarnation. So I can only, you know, with the exception being the Vegas trip that I won and didn't have a choice on what day we went. Like I was like, dude, I'm going to Vegas on this day. If you want to come, come. Like I was ready to go to Vegas solo. No plan, just just do it. I knew Greg was coming. It was gonna be fine. Um, good friend, good friend. Yeah, he is. But I figure we'll we'll eventually meet in person someday. Like that that'll that'll be a thing that happens. And so I, you know, I've making my peace. Well, opening the door, uh, welcoming you, and and we we um, we've often acknowledged that uh, that there's a certain subset. You know, I do this other podcast where we talk about nerd stuff. And, and I think you out nerd credited me somewhere on a, on a Marvel character. If I do it recall, was, it was a vision. vision. The year that vision was. Yes. Yes. Right. You were right. And I was wrong. I had to eat that and that was okay. And so we figured, I figured, you know, what, what better way to spend this brief time on chair shot radio than giving the audience a little bit of a, a look into us and our nerddom. 
Uh, and I figure if we're going to do that, we can even do that proper. I can even give a little, a little quick sound bite just to kind of get you in the mood. If, if you're down, are you cool with that? Yes. The chair shot. That That's not it. This is. I love it when I mess up the soundboard and, and hit the wrong hit the wrong soundbite because I didn't move it over and just hit play without paying attention. <laughs> but of course, that that sound is the the Marvel Cinematic uh -huh. Universe open. Uh, you know, when when Bandwagon Nerds first came around and got got started, it all started because um, Rick uh, Rick uh, Latchney, who uh, was a was a podcaster with the network uh, a few years back decided one day he wanted to see what the big deal was behind the marvel cinematic universe and so he watched mm -hmm. all of the movies in order and had no idea who any of these characters were and he co-hosted with or he co-hosted other podcasts with one of the bandwagon nerds co-host david ungar and they wanted to do a show or an episode of their show where we basically educated rick on mcu stuff and, mm -hmm. and so that I got invited to be a part of that because, you know, we're going to talk about like where we get our, our inner nerd and where we know stuff. Now, you clearly know about the vision. Marvel was always mine. I am a Marvel guy. Mm -hmm. um, and in particular, Spider-Man. Spider-Man has forever yeah. been my favorite character. The first comic book my I ever remember purchasing on my own was a Spider-Man comic my grandmother bought for me at a grocery store when I was in around second or third grade because back in the day... The newsstands at the grocery stores had comic books. You could go there and you could buy at your local newsstand. You didn't have to order online or go anything like that. And my grandmother was watching me, and so she bought me a Spider-Man comic to kind of just keep me occupied. And little did she know, she opened a window into what would just kind of be who who I am in terms of, of my fandom and, and why the Marvel movies are so important to me if it's it's strange because like i still can't watch endgame the brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain maybe you think they're just part of getting older but mini health understands that for women over 40 they can all connect to menopause it's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience not just hot flashes MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Very end of it. When Captain America mm -hmm. catches the hammer and says Avengers Assemble, I still get emotional yeah. when I see that because it is a complete validation of everything I used to catch hell about as a kid. And to see that as the most marketable, bankable thing in the country is huge. And so it all started with my grandmother in a comic book. What about you? Where's your history start? 
It, it's almost similar. It does start with comics, but mine's a little different. I have an older cousin who collected, I think almost still does collect comics, but he was always into the darker comics, like the Dark Cow uh, brand So uh, and, and a specific a series of characters from Brian Pudillo, uh, Evil Ernie and Lady yep. Death. And uh, I remember going into his room and seeing posters all over his walls. And uh, he had Lady Death had... posters up there, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> let's 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 be a little honest, a little produ- a little provocative. Lit- little bit, little bit. Oh my god, a lot of bit, yeah. Uh, but he had just drawers of comics and I would just kind of just, when he wasn't around, just look at them and, you know, just, just stare at the covers cause they were all in plastic cases and I was just fascinated by them. Um, and so as I got older, um, I would, you know, go to stores and just kind of observe and read and, and watch. Um, but my kind of fandom started on the, the darker side too, um, with, with zombie movies and zombie yep. shows, uh, that was my thing, my jam for quite quite some time. Um, and to this day, I have my own Lady Death wall in my office. I have Ooh. a whole wall of Lady Death uh, posters, kind of in in ombrance of my cousin's uh, posters. But uh, as far as you know, the movies, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe was something from Iron Man that. I thought was I love action movies. That's my my jam. Uh, action and horror movies. That's my preferred genre. So being able to see that from the beginning to then eventually when they started to to intertwine the universe and of course with the Avengers series, um, it it I've just been fascinated by it. But I have to admit when things really started to hit me more was WandaVision. WandaVision yeah. is where I really like that messed me up. WandaVision messed me up as a human, as an adult. And I don't know if it's because of this pandemic or just empathizing with Wanda and knowing and also curiosity about how they were going to tie in other stories. I mean, it alluded a lot to House of M um, in in lots of moments. So you wondered if that was going to be it. Um, at when, when Evan Peters showed up, we thought, oh, my God, you know, X-Men is coming. Like, there were so many things about that show that just continued to pique my curiosity, but it also pulled at my heart as a woman who just like could identify with someone who's just trying to build up her life after it got ripped apart, after all these people that she's loved were taking away from her and ultimately being put in this other reality. Like that, it messed me up. So uh, that's kind of a short and long history of it and how it's dabbled into lots of different genres and areas. So so don't lie to me. What is love if not grief persevering? (laughs) That tore you up, didn't it? Didn't it? it tore me up and then at the end when she said goodbye to the boy she said thank yeah. you for choosing me to be your mom like that i i still it messes me up and then when she's saying by all of it all of it it messes me up and and elizabeth olsen is just so good in this role as she's Wanda. a terrific like, actress she really is she's 
so so talented at first when i remember seeing her in age of ultron i thought huh, oh, that's kind of an interesting choice because people don't know like are just realizing that she's mary kate and ashley olsen's younger sister so that's how i knew her i right. thought that was kind of an uh, an interesting choice but i think she's really grown in the role and her work in wandavision like if she's not nominated for an emmy after this like there is no justice in the like in <laughs> in entertainment right. because it, it was really really she good. she really carries the load uh on that series that mini series like it really yeah. is a hell of a work uh, a job by her um and, and both of the disney plus series so far i don't know if you've been watching captain um gotta do this every time the falcon and the winter soldier i keep calling him captain america because in my mind mm-hmm. sam wilson is captain america is like captain america, that's yeah that is where this is going but both of them they have some interesting parallels in that there's the deconstruction deconstruction of a person uh, yes. Whether it's Wanda in in WandaVision or um, U.S. Agent um, John Walker in, in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because because he's his de evolution. Now, what's interesting about Wanda is the two is the direction that she goes, where she she's found a new determination, and it's not a great path by any stretch of the imagination. By the time you get done, as I say, imagination over and over and over again. Um, where she's now searching for those children that she thanked and said goodbye to and is going to lead to, to some problems for uh, Dr. Strange down the road. I just yeah. can't see that that's going to go well. Here's what I love about comics now, and I'd love to get your take on it because I, I think that I'm going to be preaching to a proverbial choir here on this one. What I, what I love about comics is that comics really are for everybody Mm -hmm. and anybody and it's taken the marvel cinematic universe a while to embrace that um because if you really look at their earlier the early films captain america iron man the avengers hulk thor all bunch of white people right like Mm -hmm. white people very comfortable to like a palatable white audience and then something magic some magical happened around phase three got past marvel age of ultron and you started getting introduced to some new elements black panther being being kind of the big touchstone and this next slate of what we've got coming for for marvel is a very exciting time in terms of characters and representation yeah and it is so reflective of what makes comics special and is why I will stand and I will fight anyone who tries to tell me that comic books are just for kids. Because you can't you can't look at the material and say it's not. And look at what Marvel's heading towards. They're making a kung fu movie. Mm-hmm. Did you see the trailer for Shang-Chi? Yes, I just it's, watched it. It's a kung fu movie in Marvel. Really cool. And it is such a character that, you know, they couldn't have pulled off. 10 years ago when they started this thing but now you watch and you're like i accept that and they're gonna bring in you know it's a completely asian-led movie with a completely it's just like black panther Mm -hmm. in the sense that you know that's a black-led cast where the only white guy who was cast is only in there because the studio forced him to put him in there 
because they thought that like I would be uncomfortable, like the royal eye, like white, yeah, white America. I'm I'm serious. Like it's like I'm you know I'm the yeah. straight white guy. Like that's that's well, what I am. So and and I think that that's also set the tone when you start talking about that. I know they released the announcement and kind of pivot but i think it's also now being reflected in other major action movies they announced the cast for uh black adam um that's going to be led by by the rock and so i feel like now in general when they are looking at especially superhero action movies representation is becoming bigger um and being the the justice league schneider cut being able to see cyborg's full story you know, I, I, you know, I know it's still very polarizing, but I that was one of my favorite parts of the cut is because you got to see yes. so much of a deeper story of Cyborg and his internal struggles with his father. Like, and that's where going back to what you're saying, though, that comics are for adults. A lot of the themes and stories revolve around very adult topics. I mean, you think about the, the infamous Iron Man storyline revolving around his addiction, his alcoholism. Yeah, you demon in a bottle. Yep. Um, they, yeah, I mean, like that. It, that's just one example uh, across so many stories about adult themes and adult concepts. Um, that, and it also shows a human aspect that these are superheroes. They protect, they defend, but at the end of the day, they have their own challenges too. And I feel like that's also why the breakdown now that we've seen in these Disney Plus shows with WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Shoulder, uh, Soldier are, we're now seeing more humanistic beyond superhero elements of these people, the struggles, especially yeah. after, you know, Endgame, you know, what life is like in almost this world where everything is different now. I've loved seeing that. And I think that's why I really seem to love these Disney plus stories and, and keep them coming because now we're just seeing these other sides of, of superheroes that you, you don't have enough time to explore in a feature film. Um, but it gets down to, you know, a, as adults, I think it, it's almost comforting to know that even the strongest people, the fastest, the smartest, you know, have those struggles and challenges and are doing their best to get through them. And it, to me, it's very comforting. Absolutely. And my my final thought on this, and then we'll take a we'll do a brief commercial, and, and then I got a quick wrap up thing for for the for the episode. It's not just Marvel and DC, like you mentioned. Um, um, was it Black Top Cow? Black Cow? I can't remember which. What it was. Yes, um, yes, I think it's Black or Top uh, Cow. Yeah. Top Cow. But, but long, and, like yeah. And then, and well, branded back in the day. Well, and and Image Comics is another big one. Image yeah. for Image, me, yeah was so ahead of its time and, and still ahead of its time in sort of the the work that they put out there. And Todd McFarlane created uh, Spawn. And Spawn is one of my favorite indie comic characters to follow. And his story is so great that, I mean, it's the story of a black man who makes a deal with the devil to be back with his wife. And then is, you know, thrust into the the fallout of this trick played on him and that that is the the crux of a 100 issue run of spawn before he finally comes past it and you know for the early you know for the late 90s for any comic outside of luke cage to be led by a black character was a huge deal and they've just continued to grow with that 
Um, I'm going to go back to, you know, when you look at where MCU is going, we're about to get Kamala Khan, uh, Ms. Marvel. We're about to get uh, She-Hulk with her own show. show. We're going to have an Asian-led story. Thor Love and Thunder has already promised us Valkyrie as, uh, is, yeah. is gay. Um, yeah. and, and so we're going to, we're going to be looking at an LGBT character. Um, they're really starting to build something and they're really starting to reach out, um, and, and sort of spread their wings on something that's been on their pages for a long, long time. And that, I think that's going to be something that's exciting to see. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, I've got one question for Miranda Morales. Ooh. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Is mayonnaise an instrument? Want to go jellyfishing? What am I supposed to do all day while you're at school? Can I use your bathroom? Who's your friend? What does claustrophobic mean? <laughs> you know what the problem is? All right, Miranda. So if you listen to Bandwagon Nerds, you know that the tail end of every show, Patrick O'Dowd has a question for the rest of the panel. And that introduction that you just heard was Patrick O'Dowd as a questions introduction. So for you, on Chairshot Radio, I, I figured we've been talking about comic books, comic book movies, what they all mean to us. Why don't... We, we love doing top threes, top ten lists on, on Bandwagon Nerds. I, yeah. want you to, I want you to give me three nerdish, nerdy... We'll go with movies... That you can't do without. And I'll oh give you gosh. three. I'll even let you cheat. If there's a trilogy or a series, you can keep the trilogy or series. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good. Uh, Harry Potter, for sure. Like, that, yep. to me, so many good memories of watching it, especially um, over, like, Christmas. I would always go with my sister. Like, that was our tradition. Because she read the books and I didn't. So I'd always ask her, like, was it any different? <laughs> you know, I was too lazy. But I I love, love Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. Um, I'm going to jump around. One of my favorite horror movies um, that really got me into the zombie genre is the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Um, as much Zack as I, I appreciate... 
Yeah, as much as I appreciate the original from George Romero, like I the remake just freaks me out to this day. It's just so in, intense and I just I love it. I it's one of the few that I still have on DVD um that I will just watch over and over and over again. Um man, and the the last one is going to be hard cuz there's so many that I like. Ah uh, I, oh, not, um, oh, God, it's, this is so hard. Oh, there's so many that are running through my head. There's no wrong answer. I know. Oh, my gosh. Because I'm, I'm really all over the place when it comes to, like, what I enjoy watching. So, I, gosh. You know, one of my favorite ones is another, I guess it is a trilogy, uh, is uh, the Blade movies. Oh, nice. Yes, yes. You know, back in the day, it was a pretty big deal when Triple H, you know, was in that film. But I've, it was one of the the better ones that, you know, comic to movie before we had the the original. Yeah. The original Marvel film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes made my top ten action movies of the nineties. Yeah. All right, so I'll give you I'll give you my three. I I can't I can't not I I have to include Star Wars. Like Star yeah. Wars has to be on there. Like that's that's number one. Infinity War um, and Endgame as a, as a duo mm-hmm. would be two. Yeah. And then I'm actually gonna go to my childhood um, because before comic books were a big thing, fantasy was a huge thing for me. And my Jim Henson is a genius. Um, and I chat, and again, anybody who ever wants to argue against that, you can fight me. Um, but he made a, a fully uh, puppeted movie called The Dark Crystal in the 80s that um, was turned into a spinoff series that was unfortunately canceled for Netflix. I, to this day, watch it religiously and regularly. And so when it comes to like my nerddom in the genre, the dark crystal wins out. So there you go. A little bit of nerddom for your Thursday, everyone. Greg, I hope this makes you proud before we go. Miranda, as always tell people where they can find you out there in the interwebs. Yes. You can find me Miranda Morales on Instagram and Facebook at the hashtag Miranda hashtag spelled out I am not on Twitter so just go ahead and follow Patrick O'Dowd instead that's right and you can follow me on Twitter at Wrestling Realist that is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G R-E-A-L-I-S-T we've been talking all this nerdy stuff I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you to follow the Bandwagon Nerds Twitter account as well that is just at Bandwagon Nerds that's going to do it for this Thursday edition of Chair Shot Radio. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Miranda, for spending some time with me talking nerdy stuff. It was a joy, a pleasure. And with that, folks, I'm assuming Greg DeMarco is going to tag on that little bit of in music he does for every Chair Shot Radio he puts out there. You've been listening to Chair Shot Radio on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com.
Bye. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.